Okay, good morning everybody. Today's daf is Yevam Mustaf Samach Vav. We left off at the beginning of the seventh parakel. Bez Hashem on daf Samach Vav Amr Aleph. Today's share is sponsored by Dr. David Lander in honor of his wife and children. Is also sponsored on behalf of Simcha Ben Uman Hakohen Ben Yocheved's surgery today, which Mirza Hashem Shkowel in the of our learning. He shavur for Shalema Besoch Shar Chole Yisrael, and we thank both sponsors very, very much for the sponsorship. So what we're going to discuss today as we begin, Be'ezrus Hashem, the new parak, <coughs> excuse me, are both Avdeit Melug and Avdeit Son Barzal. There are two types of Nechassim that a woman can bring into a marriage. There's Nechse Melug and Nechse Son Barzal. So what about the, avd, the Avadim that are Nechse Melug? Do they get to eat Truma when a woman marries a Kohen? But not just any woman. What if the uh, marriage is Be'isr? It's an Almana L'Kohen Gadol. It's a Grusha V'Chalutza L'Kohen Hedyo. Do the Avdeit Melug get to eat Truma? So the Gemara is going to tell, the Mishnah is going to tell us that no, they do not eat Truma. The Gemara is going to have three possible reasons why it is that the Avde Malug don't eat Truma. After all, it would seem that they should eat Truma. Then the Gemara is going to talk about uh, when if a woman brings in something as uh, as Nichseit Son Barzel into the marriage, a particular item. So generally the rule is that when uh, they get divorced or if the husband dies, so the exact value that that item was at the time that they got married has to be reimbursed to the woman. But what if you actually have the item still? You don't just have uh, the, the ability to pay back the value, you actually still have the item. Can the woman demand, I want it. I don't want its value, I want it. Or can the husband say, no, you don't get it, you get the value that it was at the time that we entered the marriage. And then on Ahmed Bey's, the Gemara is going to talk about who really owns the Avdeit Son Barzel. Is it really something that we consider to be under the ownership of the husband or under the ownership of the wife? The Gemara is going to discuss this in, the context, in a number of different contexts. We're going to talk about Avdeit Son Barzel, do, are the Yotze B'Shein Va'ayin if the wife knocks out the eye or if the husband knocks out the eye? That often is a test case to who the real owner is because the Torah says you Yotze B'Shein Va'ayin only if the owner knocks out the eye. Or, for example, the Gemara is going to discuss what if they have a, uh, a, a garment that is Nichseit Son Barzel, the husband drops dead, and then the husband's children take that garment and spread it over the body. So the halacha is that anything that, uh, that is owned by, uh, by you, that you then use as Takrich HaMais, becomes Asabana. But I can't take somebody else's stuff and just make it all Asabana by throwing it on, uh, on a dead body. So uh, the Shaila is, does the woman still have the right to that item that was thrown over the dead body. So all of that, Bezat we'll get to in today's daf. Again, we're uh, holding at the very beginning of the parak on daf samach vav amel aleph. A quick introduction to the topics we're going to talk about today. The halach is that truma can only be eaten by kohanim. As we know, even children who are kohanim are allowed to eat truma. Males, females, doesn't make a difference. However, uh, non-kohen is an iser, uh, is chayv misa bideshmaim for eating truma. So Bas Yisrael, who marries a Kohen is allowed to eat Truma. Minatora, even a Bas Yisrael is a Russo, the Kohen is allowed to eat Truma. Midrabanan, uh, not okay, but Midaraisa, yes. The Chamor goes there not to only uh, Mishas Nisun for one of two reasons. We've already discussed that in the, uh, in the past. 
after the Kohen dies, Abbas Yisrael, who had married a Kohen after the Kohen dies, as long as she has children from that Kohen, she may continue eating truma on account of the children that she has from that Kohen. Abbas Kohen also eats truma so long as she does not yet get married, so long as she's not married to a Yisrael. Once she marries a Yisrael, she cannot eat truma. If she gets divorced or becomes an almana and does not have any children from that Yisrael, and now she goes back to her father's house, who is a Kohen, she can go back and eat her father's truma. But not only does the wife of a Kohen eat truma, even the Avadim Kananim of a Kohen Yitruma. Not only does the wife and the Avadim Kananim of a Kohen Yitruma, even the Behemos of a Kohen can eat Truma. Now, you're not allowed to waste perfectly good Truma on a Behema, but if it's a Truma, that's pretty much animal food, so then you're allowed to give it to a Behema, because the Pasuk says, Kohen ki yikna nefesh kinyan kaspo hu yochalbo. So uh, that's kinyan kaspo. So that's one uh, halacha to be aware of. The halachos of who gets to eat truma? The other uh, set of halachos to be aware of as we uh, embark on this parak, and particularly today's daf, is that a woman who has nechasim, who owns something and gets married, the chamar mesake, the kolzman, that a woman is married to her husband, she can give the uh, nechasim to her husband in one of two ways. Either she can call them nechse melug, or she can call them nechse tzon barzel. Nechse melug means she remains the owner of those uh, nechasim, but the, uh, the, the Baal gets to have the peros of those nechassim. Whatever those nechassim produce, that belongs to the husband, and he's not going to be chayiv in the achrayos of the nechassim, because she's the owner. So if it goes up in value, down in value, that's going to be her problem. But he gets to reap the benefits of it so long as they're married. Nechsetzon barzel means that the husband owns those nechassim, and he takes responsibility to reimburse the value of those nechassim at the time that they got married. But he's the real owner, and therefore... If, uh, you know, they, uh, they're like uh, Bitcoin or whatever, and they go way up and way down. And, uh, so that's all, uh, that's, that's all on him uh, the, where, 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 in whatever direction they go. He's going to be responsible for paying back whatever they were worth at the time that they got married, if they were to ever get divorced. Or if he dies, that's what he would have to uh, pay back. So our mission is going to talk about a woman brings in Avadim to a marriage as Nechseim Malug. So she owns the, uh, the Avadim. It's just the payrolls that belong to the Baal. Whatever the Avadim do belong to the husband, but she owns the actual avadim. So the halacha is therefore going to be that the avadim have the same din as the woman, and the avadim will not be able to eat truma unless she's able to eat truma. If she's in a situation where she's not able to eat truma, then her avadim will not be able to eat truma either. But if she gives the avadim a son barzel, where the husband is really the owner of the avadim, then the avadim's ability to eat truma is dependent on the husband. If the husband is a kohen who's able to eat truma, then the Avditzon Barzal will be able to eat truma. If the husband is a Yisrael and he therefore doesn't eat truma, then the Avditzon Barzal won't be able to eat truma. So those are the two Yisodos, the dinam of truma and the dinam of Nixay Maluk versus Nixay Tzon Barzal. So now let's see the Mishnah. Let's say you have a Kohen who gets uh, who marries, a, for, engages in a forbidden marriage. He's, an alma, uh, he's a Kohen Gadol, marries an Almana, he's a Kohen Hedyot, he marries a Grusha of Chalutza, so the Allah is 
these women do not eat truma. They're not like other wives of Kohanim that eat truma because they 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 became chalalim. They they're nischalim in by engaging in such a marriage. If she brings avde melug into the uh, the wedding, so she uh, has avadim and she brings them into the into the into the marriage that he's now allowed to use them, and she's still the owner of those avadim, but he benefits from the payros of those avadim. And she brings into the marriage also where he becomes the owner of the Avadim and she just gets back the value that they were worth at the time of the marriage. So uh, the Avdi Maluk, since they belong to her and she's not Lali Chuma because she's a Halala, she's not Manu married to Kohen Gadol, she's Grushim Chlutzel married to Kohen Hediot. So as a Halala, she's not a Lali Chuma, therefore the Avadim that actually belong to her are not a Lali Chuma either. But the Avdi Son Barzel, but the Avdi Son Barzel may eat Chuma because the Avdi Son Barzel belong to him. And even a Kohen who marries a Grusha is still he personally is allowed to eat Chuma and therefore his Avadim are. Allowed to eat truma, so the Mishnah elaborates on these halachos. These are the uh, dinim of the avde malug, the nechasim uh, that she brought in to the marriage where she, uh, where, where where she is still the owner, and he's only eating the peros from them, and he's he's, he's not makabel achrayus on them. So im mesu mesula. If these avadim die, that's her loss, meaning uh, that's uh, since she's the owner. and if they go up in value, That's her benefit, and if they uh, if the couple gets divorced, she gets these avadim back at their increased value because she was the owner of them the whole time. And even though the husband, so long as they're married, has to support these avadim and has to feed these avadim, even the avde nichsimilug, because he's the one that's benefiting from the maisiyadayim. But since they belong to the woman, they're not going to be allowed to eat truma if she is a chalala. The halach is that the maisiyadayim belong to the husband. That's midin takanas peros that the husband has peros in uh, his wife's nechasim. So even apparently. You see from here that even if the Nisuin was Be'isr, even if they were not allowed to be married, the Chacham still made a Takanas Peros. That he's allowed to have a Takanas Peros, that he still gets the Peros of her Nechasim, uh, of the Nechse Maluk. So in the Arzad de Be'rav, he raises a question that the Gemara is going to say later on in Daf Pehei that a Kohen who marries a Grusha is Eimlo Peros. That the Chacham were not Masakin Peros, Be'nisuin, that's Be'isr. But over here we're saying that he's Chayvim Zonosan, so apparently he does receive the Peros. So uh, and, the, and that's the shita of Rashi and that's the shita of Sarambam uh, in, in Ishus Perach of Dalid Halacha of Dalid as well. In the Mitzvah Eisan, he says that the Mishnah means to tell me that he's chayiv midin the chayiv mezonos that a bal is chayiv to anisha that it's not midin the peros that he gets because they Maybe when he gets married to Isser, he's not entitled to the peros of the nechsemulug, but he still has to support the avadim. And why does he have to support the avadim? Because the same way he has to support his wife, he has to support the avadim of his wife as well, because she has to take care of the Avadim, and she has, doesn't have the wherewithal to do so, so if he has to support her, he has to support those who rely on her as well. Hidat Mitzvah just points out that the Gemara later on is also going to say that by Nisuin Be'isr, the Baal is not Chayiv Lazen Asishto, that he doesn't have to support his wife, so it's hard to say. I mean, the Aramish is clear, that you got to pay the Mizonos for these uh, Avdei Malug, 
Problem is, midin what? If it's midin takanas payros, that you're getting payros, there's a Gemara later on that says that if the marriage is bisri, you don't get the payros. So why do I have to support them if I don't get the payros? And if it's midin, I have to support my wife. So if I have to support my wife, I have to support those who rely on her. But there's going to be a Gemara later on that says that when there's a marriage bisri, I don't have to support my wife. So if that's the case, what is the mechayev of him giving mizonos? So some of the Achorim suggest that, uh, that, that, that when we say the husband, when the Gemara says later on, the husband is not when she's asura to him, that's only uh, in order that uh, to encourage them to get divorced, to encourage her to want a divorce. But there's no reason to say that, meaning that we withhold Mizonos from her so she'll want to get divorced. But the Avadim don't get to make that choice to get divorced or not. So because they don't get to make that choice, it doesn't make sense to withhold Mizonos from them. So we go back to the Iker Adin um, to, uh, that, that they get the Mizonos. The Aviazri of Shach writes, that over here we're talking about that the husband became uh, was mechayiv himself b'mufurosh to to give mezonos to the avadim and the chiddush of the mission is that even though uh, even though he was mechayiv himself to do so they still don't get to eat truma because fundamentally they belong to the wife vaiter in the mishnah ve'elu ain't son barzel and what are the halachos of son barzel of avadim that she brings into the marriage where he is the rightful owner of those avadim it's just that she's going to get back the value that they had at the time of the marriage so if they die, he takes the loss on it because he was makabla achrayus. That when uh, when the ksuba uh, comes to when it comes time to collect the ksuba, he's going to pay whatever they were worth at the time of the marriage. So it doesn't matter if they went way up or way down in value. Vin mosiro hosiro low, and if they go way up in value, that's his benefit. If it was worth uh, the average was worth a thousand dollars at the time they got they got married, he might be worth a million dollars right now. They may have discovered he has a talent that he plays uh, basketball really well and he can get a, an NBA contract or something. That's great. So that's it. That's the Baal's benefit that, uh, that, 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 that accrues. But he's only going to have to pay back the $1,000. So it's all him. And since he's the one that's so they're, they're his. Therefore, since the husband is allowed to eat truma, these avadim are allowed to eat truma. That's all if there was a marriage between a Kohen and someone the Kohen was not allowed to marry. So the avadim and the avadim don't eat truma because she doesn't eat truma. The avadim that are nixay tzom barzel do eat truma because he does eat truma. What if you have different though? Basisol shenisis the kohen. You have uh, basisol that marries a kohen and she's not a grusha. She's not an alman of the kohen god. Regular basisol marries a kohen. Vichnis alo avadim and she brings avadim into the marriage. So what's the halacha when a basisol marries a kohen? Who's allowed to eat truma? Well, the kohen is certainly allowed to eat truma. He's a kohen and his wife is allowed to eat truma. She's also allowed to eat truma and therefore it stands to reason both the Avdi Maluk and the Avdi Tzom Barzal could eat Truma because the Avdi Maluk are a function of her and the Avdi Tzom Barzal are a function of him and both of them are allowed to eat Truma so therefore both types of Avadim are allowed to eat Truma another simple case who while she was living in her father's house uh, was allowed to eat Truma but now she marries the Yisrael and we know that Allah is that Abbas Kohen marries the Yisrael is no longer allowed to eat Truma so, Ichnisal Avadim, Bein Avdi Malug, Bein Avdi Tzom Barzel, Harei Elu, 
Whether it's Avdi Mlug, whether it's Avdi Tzom Barzal, they're not going to be allowed to eat Shuma because he's not allowed to eat Shuma, he's not a Kohen. She's not allowed to eat Shuma, she's married to somebody who's not a Kohen. And therefore, the Avadim are not going to be allowed to eat Shuma. So the first case is the only uh, complex one. The other cases are fairly simple. They're fairly straightforward. So now, the Mishnah to- told us that an Almana marries a Kohen, God, the Grush of Chalutza marries a Kohen, Hedyot, the Avdi Mlug lo Yochlu Bechuma. That the Avdi Mlug don't eat Shuma because she is not allowed to eat Shuma. Frek the Gemara. Why not though? Amai. Why is it that the Avdi Mlug don't eat Shuma? Lahave kikinyano shekana kinyin. Shouldn't this be the same halacha of the kinyin of a Kohen itself making a kinyin on something else? And uh, is, don't we consider uh, a kinyin shekana kinyin to be uh, to be enough to be machil Shuma? Meaning, why don't we consider the Avadim the, like the kinyin of the Kohen? Because his wife is the kinyin of the Kohen, and therefore her Avadim are also the kinyin of the Kohen. So we should be machudam chuma on, uh, on account of that. Tosus points out that, uh, that, that, that they should eat machmas the Kohen. Forget about eating machmasur. Kinyano sha'ochel is not dafka that which is kanoi lo mamish. It's not only that which he acquired. It's even uh, the, uh, that which is kanoi likinyano is considered the kinyan of the Kohen himself and should eat truma. So uh, even though the wife doesn't eat truma, the Gemara is asking that the Eved should, should still eat truma because kinyan shakana kinyan is like the kinyan of the original owner of the uh, of the of the Kohen himself. How do I know that a Kenyan Shekhan Kenyan is like the uh, Kenyan of the uh, Kohen himself? Titania, the Yafa Bryce, tells me the following. Minayin the Kohen Shenasi Isha, the Kana Avadim Sheyochlu Betruma. How do I know if a Kohen marries a woman or buys Avadim that they eat Truma? This is the basic level, right? That whenever a Kohen gets married, his wife eats Truma. When a Kohen buys Avadim, the Avadim eat Truma. How do I know that? Shnamar of a Kohen Kiyik Nefesh. Kinyan Kaspo, who Yochalbo, that a Kohen who's Kona a Nefesh, meaning he's Kona a Nefesh, either by getting married or by purchasing an Eved, they eat Truma. How do I know that the Kohen's wife, who herself purchases Avadim from her own Nikhse Malog, the Avadav Shekanu Avadim, or the Avadim of a Kohen purchase their own Avadim, Sheyochlu Betruma, that those uh, Avde Ishto or Avde Avadav get to eat Truma? Shenemar, because the Pasuk says, the Kohen Kiyik Nenefesh, Kinyan Kaspo, Hu Yochalbo. It should have just said, the Kohen Kiyik Nenefesh, Hu Yochalbo. And I'll know that the Ashes Kohen and that the Avde Kohen eat Truma. Why does it have to say Kinyan Kaspo? So we have to read the Pasuk as if it said, the Kohen Kama Kiyik Kinyan Kaspo Nefesh, that the Kinyan of the Kaspo Shal Kohen, meaning his wife or his Evan, are Kona, meaning Hu Yochalbo Lachmo. Even they eat Truma. So so that's the way to touch up the Pasuk. That extra phrase in the Pasuk adds an extra layer that not only is the direct Kenyan of the Kohen going to eat Truma, but the Kenyan of the Kenyan of the Kohen is going to eat Truma. So Kenyano, Shekana Kenyan, Ochel, the Kenyan of the Kohen, that itself is Kona Kenyan, gets to eat uh, Truma. So, uh, so therefore, we're back to the question. Why does the Mishnah say that the Avadim of the Nechse Malug do not get to eat Truma when a Grush Bechlutza marry a Kohen? Had you granted that not going to eat Truma on account of her, but they should eat Kohen, they should eat Truma on account of being the Kenyan of the Kenyan of a Kohen. So on account of their relationship to the Kohen, they should eat Truma. Now it's interesting, one of the examples that this Brysa gave is if the Kohen's Eved purchased Avadim. 
Does that does that work? Is an Evid able to purchase Avadim? Isn't there such a halacha, Kalmasha Kona Evid, Kona Rabbo, that whatever an Evid is Kona, automatically the master is Kona? So the, how does the Evid own, uh, own Avadim? Why do I need a Pasuk to be Marba that they're going to eat Truma? Of course they're going to eat Truma. They're the Avadim now of the original Kohen. They're, they're not the Avadim of the Evid. There's no such thing as being the Avadim of the Evid. So Rashi explains that it could be that someone gave the Evid money, Al Minas Shein Rabbo Rushuspo. They gave the Evid some money, Al-Manas, that the master doesn't have any resource in that money, and the Evid decided he's going to use that money to buy an Evid. So now that Evid is something that the master has no resource in. Tosos, in Dibra Maschel, Va'avadav, says a little bit differently. He says, even though, the, uh, according to Rameyer in Kiddushan Davchav Gimel, that an Evid doesn't have a Kenyan without his master, you could still say that uh, that the uh, Evid, the second Evid is only eating midin Kinyano Shekana Kenyan, in a case where the uh, Kohen was uh, mafkir the Eved. Because the Allah is of Kohen is mafkir the Eved, he still is going to eat Truma. So it's still a Kona Shekona Kinyan in that case. Rabbi Avram Minahar suggests a third possibility. That if there wasn't a possible to tell me that Kinyano Shekona Kinyan eats Truma, the second Eved would not eat, even though the second Eved actually does belong to the Kohen because of Kalma Shekona Eved Kanarabo. Because it's not about whether it belongs to the Kohen. It's about the Pasuk. Kohen Kiyikne. Kohen Kiyikne means the Kohen did a Maisa Kinyan on this Evan or a Maisa Kiddushin on this Isha. It's the Maisa that creates the relationship that's Machil Truma. So even though it's true when his Evid is Kona and Evid, it goes right to him and he's the owner, but he never did a Maisa Kinyan on him. Therefore, it doesn't fit the Pasuk, says Rav Ram Minahar. And that's why we need a Pasuk to tell me that an Evid that's Kona and Evid, uh, that uh, is still going to be able to eat, uh, to eat Truma. So anyway, so that's the question the Gemara has. Why, uh, why is it that the uh, Avde Malug of the Isha do not eat truma. After all, aren't they the kinyan of the Kohen's kinyan? And the halach is a kinyan of a Kohen's kinyan. Do eat truma. So the Gemara is going to have three answers. Number one, the Gemara suggests kol ochel machil, kol ochel eno machil. Anyone of themselves can eat truma. Could be machil truma to other people. So therefore, a kinyan of a Kohen who eats truma, that's where we say that person's kinyan will also eat truma. But a kinyan of a Kohen where the kinyan of the Kohen itself does not eat truma, like an Isha who's a grusha that's married to a Kohen, she's a halala, she doesn't eat truma, she doesn't have the capacity to be machil to an Eved, uh, to her avadim either. So, fact, the Gemara, Velo, is that true? Only someone who themselves eats truma can uh, be the uh, the conduit through which somebody else will eat truma? What about a Kohen who's an Arel, a Kohen who never got a brismila because his brothers died from Mila, uh, so it's too dangerous for him, or a Kohanim that are Tame, that are not allowed to eat truma? The Mishnah says, Machilin, they get to give their wives truma, they get to give their avadim truma, even though they're not allowed to eat truma. I thought you just said that anyone who's, uh, who themselves is puzzled to eat truma cannot be a conduit for others to eat truma. So how come the wife of an Arel and the, uh, the wife of a Tameh Kohen is allowed to eat truma? So says, no, Hasam, Pumayu Kohen, by a Kohen who's an Arel or a Kohen who's a Tameh, who's Tameh, they're Mechusr Takana, meaning there's some sort of Takana that can happen, there's some sort of Tikkun you can do 
Truma on them, that will make them able to eat Truma. Uh, at some point, an RL, if he gets a Mila, will be able to eat Truma. A Tame person, when he becomes Tar, will be able to eat Truma. So it's as if, you know, his mouth hurts too much to chew right now. We don't view that as, as someone who's not able to eat Truma. We view that as someone who is temporarily incapacitated and therefore incapable of eating Truma. So it's as if someone who has a toothache and is not eating Truma, where certainly he'd be able to be machil other people. So uh, as opposed to an Isha who's married Be'iser to a Kohen, she became a Chalala. That's it. There's never going to be a time where she's ever going to be allowed to eat Truma. And therefore she cannot be the conduit through which her Avadami Truma. So I asked the Gemara Vaharei uh, Mamzer, but later on we're going to say in the Samach Tess that uh, Bas Yisrael who marries a Kohen and they have a daughter and that daughter marries a Mamzer and they have a son. So that Mamzer, that uh, grandchild who's a Mamzer, if the Kohen and the daughter die, the uh, the wife of the Kohen is still allowed to eat Truma because calls man that she has offspring from her Kohen husband, she's allowed to eat Truma. She'en ochel, so the Mamzer himself is not can be able to eat truma because he's a czar, he's not a Kohen. Umachil, and nevertheless, he's able to be Machil, his grandmother Truma. I mean, his grandmother was married to a Kohen. Their daughter married a Mamzer. He's now, the grandchild is now a Mamzer because his dad was a Mamzer. So he's not a Kohen Bechlal, and yet, because he's the offspring of someone who was married to a Kohen, uh, of a Kohen, and, uh, and, and someone who was married to a Kohen, even though that Kohen is dead, he's uh, the 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 the, uh, the Kohen, or the Almanas Kohen, is allowed to eat Truma. So you see, even though it's uh, something that's not rectifiable. It's mamzerus. There's no way of fixing it. It's not. It's not pumayu lehu. It's not temporarily that the mouth is hurting. And nevertheless, they're not allowed to eat truma. So, uh, so uh, they, nevertheless, they are allowed to eat truma. Rather, says the Gemara, Am Ravina Kinyan Ochel Kaamar. Meaning, when we say it doesn't mean that anyone who can eat uh, can be machil truma. It means dafka someone who's ochel because they are the kinyan of a kohen. That's where we say that a kinyan of a kohen that eats truma can be machil acherim, can be machil zavadim. But uh, if he's a kinyan of a kohen that's eno ochel, then he's not able to be machil. So when ish, the, the the woman who's divorced that marries a Kohen, so she is the Kenyan of the Kohen, and she doesn't eat Truma, because she is a Chalala, so she cannot be Machel or Avadim. But a Ben Mamzer could be Machel, even if uh, it could be Machel his grandmother, Truma, even though he can't eat Truma, because the reason he's Machel is not because he's the Kenyan of a Kohen. The whole idea that only someone who's Machel, whose Ochel can be Machel, is when someone is, who's a Kenyan of a Kohen, that's Ochel, can be Machel. And someone who's a Kenyan of a Kohen, that's not Ochel, cannot be but if someone is not Ochel, not because of Kenyan, they're not a Kenyan of a Kohen at all. They're the offspring of a Kohen. And for the, and, uh, so then it doesn't matter if they can eat themselves or not. Even if they can't eat themselves because they're a Mamzer, they can still be Machil. So now the Gemara goes back to the Kasha that we asked. We said, why is it that Avdi Malug are not allowed to eat Truma? After all, they are the Kenyan Shekanya Kenyan, right? And the Kenyan Shekanya Kenyan is, uh, is allowed to eat Truma. So we already gave one answer that Kenyan Ochel Machil, Kenyan Sheino Ochel Eino Machil, that the Allah is only uh, Kohen's Kenyan who themselves can eat Truma, can be Machil, others Truma can be the conduit through which others eat Truma, and a Kohen's Kenyan that themselves do not eat Truma cannot be the conduit through which others eat Truma. Now the Gemara says a second answer. Rav Amr, Midaraisa Mechlachli. You're right. On the Dara 
Brisa level, the Avde Melug of this Gerusha that's married to a Kohen should be allowed to eat Shuma because, after all, it's a Kinyan Shekana Kinyan. So Rabbanan Udgazibu, it's a Dinda Rabbanan, Kedeshatomer, Aniyeni Ocheles, Avadayen and Ochlin, Zonihetzlo, Hilka Chasila Fuka, meaning we want to give this woman uh, a, a moment of pause uh, every once in a while, where she's going to say, What is going on here? Uh, I, I'm married to a Kohen. I'm not allowed to eat truma. My avadim are not allowed to eat truma. What am I? Some zona in his house that I'm not even, not even his wife, and we want her to feel that way so that they'll stop living in sin, so that they'll get divorced. When a kohen marries a grusha, uh, you know, as much as uh, you know, uh, whatever, as much as they love each other, whatever else. It, we daven every day that they should get divorced because uh, they're living in sin. So we try to put a, put something in her head to say this is not right. So that's a gzera midrabanan. Ravashi Amar gzera shematachel achramis. Ravashi is a third reason. No, it's not a gzera to try to get them to get divorced. We're worried what's going to happen when the kohen dies. So she's going to continue to feed her avadim uh, truma, and that's not right. She can't give, continue to feed her avadim truma because then there's no reason for them to eat truma. Elamayata says, well, wait, if that, uh, Ravashi's answer doesn't make sense, if that were the case, any basi sol shenisus according to tachel gzera shem tachel achramisa. Any time a basi sol marries a kohen, she should not be able to give her avde malug truma because after the husband dies, she may continue to try to feed them truma, and at that point, they're not allowed to eat truma. So, uh, so that shouldn't really. Uh, so, so that gzera doesn't make sense. If you're going to make such a gzera of what's going to happen after uh, after the kohen dies, you should say the same thing by uh, by a, pro, a permitted marriage. No, no, no. The case is the woman herself is a kohen. She's a bas kohen. So the asilorui, she's going to come to cheshbon like this. She's going to say, I'm a bas kohen who happens to be a krusha, married to a kohen, married to a, to a guy who's a kohen also. So she's going to say, well, look, before I got married, before I got married, I was able to eat uh, my father's truma. Now I got married to this kohen beiser saachli b'truma de gavrai. So my avadim are eating in uh, are eating my, my husband's truma. So now I'll just go back to my avadim eating my father's truma, and she's not going to realize that initially they were allowed to eat her father's truma because she was not yet a halala, but hashta shavisa nafsha halala, but now she, that she chose to be a grusha that's married to a kohen, or to be an almana that's married to a kohen gadol, she has made herself a halala, because she, she, she was nevelas bebias isu to a kohen, so she's not able to feed her avadim truma, even though she's a bas kohen, so therefore they made a takana, not to feed the avde maluk truma, even while the husband is alive, because of uh, we're worried that after he dies, she's going to have a whole cheshbin why they can eat truma on account of her father. So it says, well, okay, that makes a lot of sense if she taka comes from a family of kohanim because then she could have such a cheshbin. almana kohenes. That makes sense if she's an almana who is a bas kohen. But almana bas Michael remember, if she's an almana bas she's never going to go through that cheshbin because she's never going to think that her uh, avadim are allowed to eat truma when they're bebe savia. So it says, well, you're right, but we just aren't mechalik between almanas. And therefore, the uh, almana, whether she's a bas kohen or whether she's a bas Yisrael, uh, we're not going to allow the Avdei Maluk to eat uh, to eat truma. So uh, that's the. Um 
that, that's the end of, the, of that discussion. So again, the Gemara had, three ba- uh, had one basic question. Why is it that the Avde Malug of the uh, woman who's, pro- who's married in a prohibited way to a Kohen are not allowed to eat Shuma? Aren't they a Kenyan, Shekhan, a Kenyan? So the Gemara had three answers. Either because the person who themselves is not, the Kenyan of the Kohen who themselves is not allowed to eat Shuma cannot be the conduit for others to eat Shuma, or because of a Gezeira that uh, to try to encourage her to get divorced that she should feel like a Zona, or because of a Gezeira if she's a Bas Kohen, that it's Dafka in the case where she's also a Bas Kohen, that Xavier that she's going to think that after her husband dies, that the Avadim can continue to eat Shuma. Now we shift our attention to Nechsei Tzon Barzel. Itmar, Hamachnas is Shum Lebaila. A woman brings in Nechsei Tzon Barzel to the, to the marriage. Whatever the Kli is, she brings in an item, and the husband commits in the Ksuba to pay back when they get divorced, or he dies, that his estate is going to pay back the exact value of that item at the time they brought into the marriage. He omers Kli Aninot tell us. She says, though, when the time when it comes time to get divorced, she says, you know what, instead of paying me back what uh, the iPad was valued at the time that we get married, I want my iPad. You know, I'd, I'd, I'd like it back. I mean, give me the item itself. And he says, no, this is a collector's edition. It's worth a lot of money. You know, I'll just give you what it was worth at the time that, uh, that we got married. So Hadin Immi, who is really right? Who gets the, who's correct in this argument? So Rav Yehuda Amar, Hadin Ima, that she's right. She gets the kalim, and the husband is not allowed to just give her money instead. Rabbi Ami Amar Hadin Imo, that the husband is right, and if he wants to pay her money, he does not have to give her the actual Nechseit Son Barzel, he could just give her the value of the Nechseit Son Barzel. So what's the Svara for each side? Rabbi Yehuda Amar Hadin Ima, Misham Shavach Besavia, that uh, the, 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 she's correct, because whatever she brings in, uh, we want that her second husband should, uh, should love her, so it should be the cover in Teferis, to Beisavia, that she has these chashavakalim. So she wants the kli, she wants to have these chashavakalim that apparently enhances her prestige and it will be good on the Shidduch resume. So that's, uh, that's uh, she's correct. So they, they, they go to her. Ravami Amar Hadinimo, that he's correct. Because Kivadamar Mar, Imesu Mesalo, Imosiru Osirulo, Hovachai Bachriusan, Yochelu. That since we said that, look, if she brought in Avditzon Barzel, if they die, it's his loss. If they go up in value, it's his gain, and the husband is chayiv in the achrayus of these avadim. Meaning, it's it's on him if they go if they if, if, if they go up or down in value. If something happens to them, he's going to have to pay it back anyway. So that's an indication that they're his. So therefore, he can feed them truma for that reason, right? That's why they, they, he's allowed to feed them truma. That's what our mission said that the avdit son barzel, the husband is allowed to feed them truma because they're his. Summer of Safra, Mikatani vehin shalo. Well, wait a second. Did the mission say that the reason they're allowed to eat truma is because they belong to him? It says that he's chayv and there that if anything happens to them, he's responsible. But it doesn't mean that they're his, it just means that it bears some level of responsibility for them. But that doesn't mean that they're his, and maybe when the marriage ends and she wants them back, she can get them back. So the Gemara tries to be uh, miyashiv, the raya of, uh, of Rabbi Ami. Is that true that whenever you're chayv and achrayus of an eved, that means that the eved is going to be allowed to eat truma vatnan, or that whenever you're chayv in the achrayus of something, that, that as long as the kohen is chayv in the achrayus, can be able to eat truma. We have a mishnah in the last parakam sechus trumos that indicates otherwise. Yisrael shasachar para mi kohen. Yisrael rents a cow from a kohen. Hareza yachilan karshine truma. The Yisrael is allowed to feed that cow karshine truma. 
Tosus points out in the top Tosus Kashine Chuma Omri di Karim Kaimi Le Michael Beima. Kashinim are something that's fundamentally animal fodder. Tim Hayu we karim la adam, because if it was if it was people food, Haya Asulitnam the Behema, Mishum Hafsitruma, you wouldn't be allowed to give it to a behema, because then that would be Hafsitruma. You're not allowed to use Truma for something like that. Uh, but they are somewhat Roy La Adam and therefore they do have the status of Truma. So anyway, so Yisrael rents a, a cow from a Kohen, he can feed that cow Truma. Um, because since the para belongs to the Kohen, it's allowed to eat Truma. But a Kohen who rents a cow from Yisrael, even though it's his responsibility to feed the, the Yisrael's cow, he's not allowed to, uh, to feed that cow Truma because the Yisrael is not allowed to eat Truma, and therefore the Yisrael's cows are not allowed to eat uh, Truma. So you see that even a Kohen who rents a cow, and is the Kohen who's, who's renting the cow is Chayiv Ba'achriyuso. Anything happens to that cow, it's his problem. He's not allowed to feed a truma. So you see that uh, eating truma is not a function of a chiyav achrayus. So says Mar Vitizbra, wait, wait, you think you could compare the chiyav achrayus that you have in Nitzit Son Barzal to the chiyav achrayus you have when you rent a cow? When you rent a cow, yeah, there's some level of achrayus. If it gets stolen, if it gets lost, you're going to have to pay for it. If some onus happens, you're not going to be chayiv. If the cow gets stronger or weaker, the market changes goes up or down in value, you're not higher for that change. So that level of a chayis in a chinami is not akin to ownership. But the level of a chayis where you're higher for everything by nitzitzon barzel, no matter what happens, you have to pay back that amount of money that it was worth at the time it was brought into the marriage. Maybe that is considered enough of ownership to be able to uh, be machel truma. So you really want to have a good mushal, a good comparison to... Um, to, to our Mishnah, to the case of Tzom Barzel, look at the Seifa of that Mishnah in Trumas, and you'll have a much better comparison. Yisrael Shasham Parami Kohen. Yisrael rents a cow from a Kohen, and they evaluate how much it's worth at the time of the rental, and that's what the Yisrael is going to have to return. So if the cow gets weakened, or the cow, some onus happens, or uh, the, the, the market price changes on cows, it doesn't matter. He's still going to have to give back that exact amount of money, the value of the cow at the time of the rental, the Yisrael is not allowed to feed it because the Yisrael is mekabel full achrayus, and if the Yisrael is mekabel full achrayus, then it's the Yisrael's cow. And in the reverse, if the Kohen takes full achrayus, like a nitzitzon barzel kind of achrayus, then he can feed it uh, truma. So who adin the gabei avdeitzon barzel? Even though they, uh, they, 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 since you're mekabel full achrayus, if they go up or down in value, so they could eat truma. So it's not a raya from our Mishnah to the din of Ravami that. Avditzon Barzal considered to belong to the husband. They, they don't necessarily belong to him. They're, they have full achrayus. And the fact that our Mishnah says that they can eat truma is not a function of ownership. It's a function of achrayus. That when there's full achrayus, you can eat truma. But that we still don't know who really owns it. And Nafkamino, who really owns it is, can she ask for it back if she doesn't want the value of it back? So Yasef, Rabbi Rav Yosef, Shulim Pirkei Rav Nachman, Rabbi Rav Yosef, when Rav Nachman finished his shir, Yasef Yikami, they were saying Tanya Kavasid Rav we have a price that supports each opinion. Tiny Kavaseid Rabiami, we have a price that supports Rabiami. Avditzon Barzel, Yotzim Beshein Vaayin, Leish Avalol Isha. I mean, the halacha is that an Evid is Yotzim Beshein Vaayin when its master knocks out its Shein Vaayin, when the Evid's master knocks out its Shein Vaayin. So what if you have Avditzon Barzel? 
who who has to knock out his eye in order for him to go free? The husband or the wife? So says the Brisa, the husband! Isn't that an indication that the husband is the real owner and therefore he can say, I'm not giving you your tzon barzal back, I'm giving you the value of it back. But Tani Kavasid Rav Yudah, we also have a Brisa that supports Rav Yudah. Hamachresa Shulna Baila, a woman who brings Nixi tzon barzal into the marriage and they they assess what it's worth. Imratza Balimkar Lo Yimkar, the husband wants to sell those nechasim, he's not, he's not allowed to. Even if they assessed some barzal that she brought into him, and 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 he was miyach in a particular field in exchange for it, that that's going to be in place of the tzon barzal. If the husband wants to sell it, he's not allowed to sell it. If uh, one of uh, them sell uh, the, either the husband or the wife sells it without the other one's permission for mizonos, such a mice happens. And he said that uh, that not only is the the woman allowed to take it from the kuchos if the husband sold it without her permission, but she's allowed to, he's allowed to take it from the kuchos if she sold it without his permission. So you see, beferish in the price that the husband is not allowed to sell the tzon barzel. So well, that's like Rabbi Yehuda that the nifsi tzon barzel don't belong to him. If they belong to him, he would be permitted to sell them. So Amar of Nachman halach Rabbi Yehuda. We pass on like Rabbi Yehuda that she can demand the item back. Amalei Rav of Nachman vatani Rabbi Ami, but we had a price that said like Rabbi Ami. Yeah, Rabbi Ami, Mishum Shvach That even though we had a price that supported Rabbi Ami, it's more Mistabrit say like Rabbi Yehuda that it's uh, for her family's prestige. It's important to have the item back, and therefore she could demand the item back. So Gemara brings a Maisa where they discuss Nitzitz There was a woman who brought in as Nitzitz on Barzel a beautiful uh, garment, Biksubasa. Right, that was part of what was written into the ksuba of what he, what he owes her. Nowadays when we write the ksuba we don't actually assess everything she brings into the marriage, we pretend to assess. We say that, oh, everything she brought into the marriage is worth which it used to be was like a chalom, that things are going to be worth. no one had any money and was like, you know, was, uh, it was ridiculous. She had what, a, a two dresses a shabza, no, nothing was worth nowadays she probably has a lot more than that but uh, depending on where she comes from but, uh, but we always just we keep it even we keep it we just keep it it gets too complicated if we have to assess everything but you have some an assessment and, and uh, of this, uh, this 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 beautiful garment and then the Yisomim take the talus and they spread it over his dead body so Amarava Kinya, uh, kanya misna that the mace is kona the talus because uh, when the yarshia mace spread the talus over the the, the deceased father it became tachrichum the mace and became aser bahanaa so uh, so so uh, apparently it, in some sense the gemara is about to say it belongs to him otherwise they wouldn't be allowed to aser that which doesn't belong to them we'll pick up with that as Hashem tomorrow have a great day.